Zeus back for another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast. This is episode two, Kiss Alive three. Tom, how the heck are you? Zeus, hello, Kiss Army, greetings. Uh, how's life? Uh, oh, terrific. Uh, you know, we're recording another episode. Thrilled at the feedback we've gotten so far. So, uh, yeah, we got another exciting episode. We'll yeah, see what's up. Uh, you ready for the big storm that's supposed to hit us? Oh, yes. I'm I'm in more of a snow zone than you are. Yeah. yeah. For for uh, our new li- for our new listeners, uh, was Zeus that a I combination live- of snow blind and ozone? What was that <laughs> snow zone? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I think we have too much of the solo albums on our mind. Yeah, messing with us, right? Yeah, for the yeah for the people that don't know, it might be new. Uh, Zeus and I live in the New England, Greater Boston area, and as we're recording, we're preparing for a major storm. So I know because you know what to top our coin toss last week. Let's we're going to talk about the weather on yeah. this podcast. Yeah, really. That's what, yeah, it's it's yeah. We fooled everybody. Welcome to weather talk. <laughs> <laughs> Real exciting podcast talk. Um, so, um, you know, not too much happening, but a few things happening in the Kiss world, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Again, kind of a kind of a slow week, but yesterday um, got some. I for me, some exciting news. Um, as oh, a yeah. as a uh, serious XM subscriber, um, a story came out yesterday. Um, I'll read a little bit of the. Uh, the press um, briefing. You uh, do that. Legendary rock band Kiss will perform an intimate invitation-only show for Sirius XM subscribers and VIPs on Monday, February 11th at LA's famed Whiskey A Go-Go on the Sunset Strip in LA. The exclusive performance will air on Kiss's exclusive Sirius XM channel, Kiss Army Radio. Nice. I have been railing for a Kiss station. I've been a subscriber for 10 years. Um, Sirius XM does this all the time. They did it for Metallica when they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, they did it for Prince when he passed away. They do like these limited engagement channels. This particular channel is only going to be available um, for a couple weeks. It's saying it's only going to be available on from February 4th through February 17th. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes they they extend that if it gets you know if it gets a good uh, you know good feedback. Um, now as far as that that performance I mentioned, um, there actually is a um, it's actually a, a contest to win tickets to that. So subscribers will have the opportunity to win tickets to the SiriusXM performance um, through an invitation that will be sent by email. Um, you can enter to win a chance for a trip to two to LA, including airfare, hotel, and a pair of tickets to the show. So that is pretty freaking awesome, I would say. 
Yeah, that's going to be pretty sweet. And yeah. I don't think they've ever played that area. Nope. I heard them talk about it um, in the subject that I'm going to bring up, which was Eric Carr's Facebook Live. I think that was on last night. Yeah. Um, where they said the only time they played the Sunset Strip was they played the Hard Rock years ago. Yeah, yeah, um, it says right. Yeah, it says right here in that Sirius XM briefing that um, this will be the first time they've played at the Whiskey in L.A. Yeah, and uh, probably the last. Probably, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, um, it, real quick, uh, just to follow up on that. So, it says the, um, the it says Kiss Army Radio, the band's exclusive channel, will showcase music from Kiss's 45-year career including stadium anthems, rarities, and live tracks. The band's channel will also feature exclusive stories and insights from Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Tommy Thayer, and Eric Singer. Additionally, listeners will hear music from other artists who also opened for KISS throughout their career, including ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Alice in Chains, Cheap Trick, and more. So, again, pretty cool. No, that is pretty cool. Yep. Um, you listen to Sirius XM all the time. Yeah. Um, that's no, that's um, that's good news for uh, Kiss uh, and Sirius XM fans, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, very cool. So that'll be yeah. fun. Yep. So I saw last night. I watched uh, Eric Singer's uh, Facebook Live video. Um, he, you know, he seems like such a down to earth guy. Pretty, pretty normal. He was talking with the road crew there and stuff going over. He's real. You can tell he's real passionate about his drum set and really as a drummer. I'm not a drummer, but you could tell somebody who's a drummer was real, could get into the lingo and his enthusiasm and passion for what he does and the design of his drum kit and all that stuff. And he, and what I liked is at one point he talked about the kit and he said he did it a specific way or a specific portion of it is a, is a nod and a tip of the hat to Peter Chris, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, that was, that was yeah, that was actually really cool. I was impressed with that. I thought that was cool. Kind of don't forget your roots, you know, Eric, like Peter started the whole thing. So I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. And he talked about that, you know, you know, he's in Kiss, but he started off as a fan of Kiss. Yeah. And obviously a fan of Peter, Chris. Um, and so uh, I thought that was really nice. But, I, you know, <sighs> these things are you know, the same thing like Paul's. Facebook Live, what'd you yeah. call it? The, uh, the Starbucks, the Starbucks ad? commercial when he's <laughs> sipping on his Starbucks. Um, you know, gee, um, you know, do you have any rituals before a concert? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very... Um, what's it like to be in Kiss? I mean... Uh, yeah, it's very... It, what's I your mean, favorite it, city to play in? I, I mean, yeah, come it's, on, it's, people. It's, it's scripted, it's safe, you know, because they're not going to... You know, you know, Paul and Gene are very controlling. I don't think Eric's was that. I think the guy was just reading them off, and uh, you know, yeah. it's just come on, people. Like, do we really care? Well, one Why do thing we I care where, where, what his favorite city is. Like, I, I want to hear like you know questions about what you're gonna play. Yeah, you're what never gonna. You're never gonna you want? Are you guys gonna go here? Are you gonna do this? Are you kind of singing these songs? Would you like to go back to the you know? Uh, Maybe play something. Are you going to sing any of your original songs that you had on the last two albums? You're going to get a chance to do that. Do you have any anything to say about the opening bands? Is there an opening band? Um, you know, something to give a little tidbit. I know he did say something at the end. He's like, "Ooh, I wasn't supposed to say that," and um, you know, he kind of hinted at a couple things. But 
nothing that I want to say, yeah, if that's going on for sure, but you know, we're all still hoping for some sort of big surprise. There, there is none. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think if any member would, would slip and give something up, it would be Eric. Cause Tommy Thayer, uh, you know, well, obviously we love him, but he, you know, he's very controlled in what he says. Paul and Gene, very controlled. I feel like Eric Singh would be like, yeah, f- fuck it. There's no opening band. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, he, he yeah. didn't do that, but I feel like if anybody did, it'd be him, you know? Yeah, I, I, get, I think I know what you mean. Like, I think Eric is uh, a little bit more comfortable where he is with the other two. Well, yeah, you know, like, Paul and Gene run the show, but Eric is a little bit more comfortable with them that he can have more personality. I mean, well, yeah, I don't about, know anything about Tommy Thayer, but he might be a nice enough guy and he seems like a nice enough guy, but there's no personality there. I mean, no. none that shows to the fans. No, and, and Eric know. Eric should be comfortable. Think about it. He's the third longest serving member in the band behind Paul and Gene. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- I mean, he should be more comfortable. He should be like, yeah, I'm going to say whatever I want, but then Gene will cut his head off with a bass guitar if he does, probably. Yeah, but he's got, like, uh, he seems like he has a good camaraderie with those guys. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and anyways, you know, the, the 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 concert is, you know, slowly creeping up on us on, what, the 29th, Vancouver? Yeah, I, I think it. I think it's the 20th. Yeah. yeah so, so it's coming up soon, and it's going to be here. So we'll know about the set list, um, and we'll talk about it probably in our next episode. But yeah. Um, we'll uh, hopefully, uh, we'll find out soon enough. And that's our big thing. This, the set list and obviously the stage. And if anybody's opening. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. The trifecta there, right? Yep. So, and then the last thing I was going to say is I did see the ad for Vinny Vincent. I guess someone did a promo <laughs> that he is going to come out and, <laughs> and, um, you know, oh, full shredding. Listen to this. Oh, okay. He's going to shred. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I, I, until I see it, you know. And they announced, uh, and he announced the his his new lead singer. Yeah, I'm not some. Yeah, I don't know uh, who that is. Jim Crean. I'm not going to pretend to know who he is. Yeah, so, and uh, um, I'm not going to pretend to act like. Yeah, oh, you know, hopefully for that guy, it's a good gig. You know, get some some publicity and stuff. Yeah. And the other two guys seem like they've played with some, uh, you know, real professional Carmine IP has been around for thousands of years. So yeah. he's a professional player and you can say that about him, but you know, this could, I mean, what are the odds? If you add a poll, one, two, three, it's going to be good, bad, decent, awesome. You know, my number one pick, and I think most people say this is going to be a shit show. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say you you, ha- you have to give me disaster as an option because that's the one I would take. You know that. That's what are the odds it's going to go? It's going to work out well. That's why. It's that's kind of something why. like, you know, he's going to play maybe four or five songs and he's going to try to talk. I can't see him going out there full throttle and playing, you know, ten to fifteen songs no. and going nuts, right? No. No, because I don't even think he can even barely shred the play the way he used to. So he's going to come out there. You're right. It's going to be a mess, I think. <laughs> the odds are it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. But God bless him. Hopefully it works out, you know, and it sounds good. I wanted to, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I still have that fantasy that it'll work out and that he's somewhat decent enough so that the last few shows for Kiss, when they all come out, in that fantasy world that I live in. And he comes out to do a couple songs from lick it up and uh, creatures. 
and he performs in the Anki warrior makeup, you know, that that's part of the show. Not holy Christ. We're not letting that disaster <laughs> coming up here. Right. Yeah, no, I know you're right. I, I hope for the same thing, but, uh, yeah, so really, anyways, let's talk about, uh, this week's episode, right? Yeah. All right. So we are doing kind of a, an imaginary alive three. So alive one came out, in 75 after they released their first three albums alive two came out in 77 after they released their next three albums they didn't right. release, they didn't release another live album until the unholy era so 92 revenge i'm sorry i'm sorry unholy yeah unholy is my favorite song off revenge revenge 92 um, you're looking at right what's that 92 92 yeah so we we were thinking you know, wouldn't it be cool if we kind of filled in some of that void with what would have been, you know, an Alive 3 based on those that timeline? So this this version of this Alive 3 would have come out for us in 79. So it would have included Dynasty, which came out in 79, the solo albums, all four of them, which came out in 78, and then we were also going to include the original tracks off of Alive 2. So that would make plenty of uh, options for a set list. Yeah, you're looking at, really, we would say three albums where you're counting the solos as one set, maybe a box set album, and you've got uh, the Dynasty, and then you've got the uh, side four tracks. Yeah, like like Alive 2 could be considered like an EP, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But plenty, but plenty of songs to choose from. So we wanted to imagine, you know, what would the set list look like? Um, you know, what would they open with? What would they close with? And what, what would that look like? And if they did tour in, uh, well, if they did tour in 1979, that was actually the big return of Kiss tour, which failed miserably and was really when the wheels started to fall off um, of, of the band with their, with their popularity. Um, so... They did tour, but they didn't release any live albums. So we wanted to say, well, what if they did? So this, that's what we're going to do. So um, we came up with 15 songs each. Yep. Our own Alive 3. So out comes the famous Euro, Tommy. Another oh, coin toss. That's. I think that's why people tune into the show, to see the coin toss. <laughs> yeah, to hear the coin. They don't get to see it, buddy. I'm <laughs> Bro, they, 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 right. they got to pay extra for the visual. Yeah, we, uh, me and Tom Skype to film uh, to uh, record this just just for the record. So, yeah. you ready to call it, buddy? Go ahead. You supposed to call it? Tails. <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. What? <laughs> tails. I thought I heard head, then I heard tails. Which one Whatever. is? <laughs> well, we got tails. Yeah, so I go first. So you want to? You want to? You want to kick off, or you want to receive? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. Actually, you know what? You know what? Let's change it up. I went first in the draft episode last week. Why don't you go first tonight? All right. Now, now let's let's be clear. Let me just in, let me just interject here. This is not a draft like last week's episode. We can have the same songs. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go um, ahead. And what's with the legalese? Let me interject here for a moment, please. Let me just make a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. The full All right. rules. So, if we're going with that, the premise that it's the solo albums, Kiss Alive, two, five tracks. In Dynasty, how does my concert begin? Stage is up. You wanted the best. You got the best. The hottest band in the land, Kiss. No, rockets don't go off. No. Instead, you get Fractured Mirror starts. Oh. Okay? And it's going and going. And some of the people get it. Some of the people don't. But Fractured Mirror starts. Now, you're not going to hear the whole Fractured Mirror. Then this picks up, okay? Rip it out. So they begin the set with Fractured right into Rip It Out. Ace kicks off the show. Interesting I think it's call. A great rocking song to start them off, get everybody off their seats and get going, right? Yeah. And they like, holy shit. Ace is starting. Whoa! I think it'll just knock them off their seats, right? Pretty cool. Pretty That's where cool. I'm going, buddy. You're up. Okay. <clears throat> so um, I'm going to go with a little bit of the dramatics, like you did with the, um, you know, like you started out with like the fractured mirror. You know, everybody goes crazy. You wanted the best, so I'm going to do something similar. Um, you know, the stage is. Um, you know, the, 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 the curtains down, people are getting fired up, what's going on, then all of a sudden they start to hear this, and this is how the show will begin. So you wanted to go, oh, I think I know where you're going. Right. 
So starting off with the solo album, so I'm picturing, you know, we, we cut the intro short because the intro is about a minute long, uh, but everybody knows the intro of that, like, you know, satanic gospel worshiping, whatever you want to call it. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you so, so you picture that, you know, you picture that curtain with kiss in front, or however you want to do it, you know, you know, and then that you hear that music. Everyone's like, what the hell's going on? And, the, you know, then the curtain drops, the band comes out. Gene just rips into radioactive and it just I think it's just a real energetic way to get the show going. And another thing, I don't think it's a coincidence that we both picked solo album songs to start off. Even though Dynasty was the most recent release, um, I, I would think that they would push the solo albums really hard on this tour if the, if this a live album existed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think for a concert, I think that's you know, the harder rocking songs, the ones off the solo are better to get the, get the crowd into it Yeah, more so than, you know, you know, I think there are great songs on dynasty, but they're not rocking songs in the sense that it's going to get people right off their seats real fast. Right. You know, yep. and get them into it. Yep. So that's your song number one. But for me, right after you go to rip it out, the party keeps going. So for me, I'm going right to the next song, and that's this. Hey, Tommy. Yes. Wouldn't you like to know me? Paul needs to settle down. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know me? Can you now? Let's let's. Well, why don't you, why don't you talk about the song real quick? Because then, who? It's just a great song. I mean, it rocks. It's. I just like that. Wouldn't you like to know uh, me? It, it's a, it's a terrific song. But as far as pickup lines go, <laughs> hey, wouldn't you like to know me? What? No. <laughs> That's this. That's just, I don't know. That's where I'm going with it. So right out of rip it out right to wouldn't you like to know me? Okay. So I'm going radioactive right into rip it out. So we already heard that clip. So I'm going, I'm going radioactive, rip it out. So it's interesting. We, um, you know, sticking with the solo album. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, those four songs rock. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. So, absolutely. all right. So that's your second. Yep. Um, again, I'm not stopping. Like, the band, for me, um, they're going right into it. So, yeah. you know, you're starting off with Rip It Out. You go right into Wouldn't You Like to Know Me. And then, um, you know, right after that, we go to this. song that I think is the best in my number one pick in last week's draft, the best song off the solo album, It's All Right, Paul Stanley. Song rocks! It's the nice. Song. I, like, I love I, that song. I love I, it. I like so it. I'm going boom right into those top three. 
back-to-back Paul songs. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what about you, my friend? Uh, now right. I've played my two, yeah, my so three, I'm, exactly. You're on to your song number three. Yeah, so I'm sticking with the solo album train, um, and I'm, I love this song. I, I don't know how it would translate live, but I love it. And uh, we're going to turn the microphone over to... Here we go. That's you, buddy. Love it. I, Peter Chris tossing and turning. Um, I understand it's not a heavy-duty rocker, um, but I think Peter does a terrific job. I think it's got a cool vibe, a good, good groove to it. Um, again, I don't know how well it would translate live. Again, in one of the Kissologies, there's a live version of them singing it. It doesn't really come across that well. But uh, again, they want to push these solo albums, so um, you know, there's, there's Peter's chance. Yeah, I just who's <laughs> who's gonna do the shoot shoot? Yeah, I, who's yeah. doing that? Yeah, I think they're gonna have to kind of edit some of that BS out of it. The live performance. Yeah, it, it just I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, actually, I'll tell you, of all the songs on the solo album, I'm not a big fan of that one on his solo album. Yeah, um, I just, I just and I like the album. Groove. I do. Yeah, I think it's got a good groove to it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, on to my number four. So I start out with Fractured Mirror, rip out, rip it out. Wouldn't you like to know me? It's all right. Then the show stops. You know how Paul is. Then he grabs the mic, you know, and he's got to do his stage banter, right? Yep. How you doing, Boston? Right? All <laughs> that stuff. And me yep. and you are like, oh, my goodness. Here we go. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's he said, We're gonna have some fun tonight, right? Oh, All that yep. stuff. Yep. And then it slows down a little bit. I was thinking about going to um something a little more easy going because you know, when he slows it down, you don't go right back into a crazy rocker. You can go a little more easier after he's already done his stage banner. Um so I was thinking of going, you matter to me, but you know what? I just think this is a better song. Okay. Oh, not that. Where are we going? I know that. I know play, that. Play it again. It out is a better song. Play it again. Uh, but what's that? Play it again. I love it. <laughs> um, no, that's not where I was going. I, I know. Was going okay. with this. Dirty Sanchez by, yep. I mean, Dirty Living <laughs> by by uh, Peter Chris, right? Yep, love it. Um, I think it's a good song. I, I just think it's better than You Matter to Me. Um, oh, clearly. And I have to get a little bit more dynasty and move us off of the solo albums. Yeah. Um, and, you know, turn the mic over to Peter. Yeah. Um, I think now's the chance. So I'm going to go with Dirty Living, the first song off of Dynasty. Okay. So, so far, we've got the solo albums. I got Gene with Radioactive, Ace with Rip It Out, Peter with Tossin' and Turnin'. So, kind of an upbeat set list. So, now, the grand entrance for the Star Ooh, Child. you said grand. 
The grand entrance for the Star Child. Really? Here we go. Yep. Kick-ass song. Yeah. Tonight You Belong to Me. Now, we edited out the very the dramatic acoustic intro, um, but what I would envision here would be, you know, all the lights go down, Paul comes out, spotlight on just him, he plays that little acoustic intro, the lights go up, and then the song just kicks in, and there's everybody's introduction to Paul for the show. And um, so we're four in a row, four solo albums. Um and I just think that would be everybody would be uh, kind of fired up. Each every mem- every member of the band has taken the mic so far. So yeah, you've hit everybody's solo album, right? Yep. yep. So me, I'm going to continue on the dynasty theme. Okay. And uh, we're going to get our buddy Gene involved. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And this is the one song on Dynasty that I think is better than the other. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> hear that whole chorus I, I mean not chorus but the line i love it oh it's great um, i love x-ray eyes i think it's a stronger song than charisma um well you're wrong there but that's okay uh, yeah <laughs> and that's why we have opinions yeah um yeah i just I, I love it i think it's a great song yeah it's definitely one of the best off dynasty for sure yeah um, so i uh, that's my uh that's my first gene scene uh sighting yeah, on my wait- album yeah, you waited a while for Gene. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking of Gene, um, yeah. I'm going to go with kind of a lesser, you know, maybe not a hit. I think it could have been. Maybe maybe if they toured and played it, it could have been. But uh, here we go. <laughs> Larger Than Life, off of a Live 2 original recording. Very underrated song. Um, I mean, obviously the lyrics are ridiculous, as most Gene songs are. (laughs) Larger Than Life. You know, I mean, (laughs) you know. But that music, when you listen to it, and the drums, you know what it reminds me of? Reminds me of, like, the Houses of a Holy album, Led Zeppelin. Reminds me of the ocean. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a... That's why I'm surprised. I, I feel like the song just got buried on a live too. It didn't because I think I think if that was on Love Gun, um, or you know, or Rock and Roll Over or whatever you, or something, I think it could have been a a, a pretty good staple Gene song. Very heavy riffy song, but um, it kind of just got lost on a live too. But I, I I love it. Yeah, but don't but don't you see like you can hear that song and the guitar and the way they play, and you can be like that doesn't sound like it sounds like Gene. 
Yeah. But it sounds like Gene in a different band. Yes. Like that doesn't sound like Kiss. That sounds like almost like a Zeppish kind of Zeppelin kind of band. And the guitar yeah. and everything and just very different. Yeah, exactly. They, they, um, Kiss, Kiss did not write a lot of songs like that. Yeah, the, musically at least. But yeah, I, you know, guitar and drumming was awesome. I thought it was pretty good. And so yep. um, Larger Than Life, that was your number five, buddy. Yeah. So number six for me, we've already played it. Tonight You Belong to Me. Um, yeah. Paul Stanley in that song, kind of like a little bit of an epic, yep. you know, in, in in the line of, you know, him pouring out his heart, starting off soft and getting into a rocker. He yep. lives for that stuff, you know, especially yeah. in his prime. Paul could rip that song up. Oh, it was awesome. So yeah. I'm going with, uh, you know, Tonight You Belong to Me, number six. Okay. Um, I'm going to introduce the Dynasty album finally. Really? Uh, Probably a long time to get to Dynasty because it's the most recent album, but yeah, um, maybe my favorite song on the entire album. Okay, and I'm gonna play it right now for us. All right. care if you don't like kiss how can you not just think that that intro is just awesome i mean come on that so, baseline so is good fucking awesome so good oh and, i love it dude i love we, it and we talked about this before um in one of the previous episodes talk to somebody backstage before <laughs> what'd you say yeah and that the video of that from extreme close-up oh my god I mean, for- I watched that, you know, in prepping for this yeah. episode, Tom. Yeah. I watched that. I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this song. And in the background, I would play it on YouTube and just watch it over and over. I, when that's on, I got to watch the whole video. Yeah. It's so effing awesome. First of all, Gene, throughout the whole video, is so creepy just moving his eyes around. Yeah. And it's such, and like, the camera is so bright, the colors, and Peter looks badass back there. He looks like he's like totally stoned, yeah. but he's up there like, you know, jazzing it up in the back. Ace is going around and it, it looks like harder yeah. than the song really is. Yeah. And then Paul's up there like hamming it up for the camera, sticking his eye when he goes starry eyed. Yeah. It's just that video makes that song so much better for me. Agreed. Yep. Yep. Do you Agreed. remember so- when we first saw that? Oh my god! On, could, couldn't believe it. And then, and then the four faces. Ah! Uh, <laughs> Peter looks stoned out of his mind. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Um, Paul looks. Ooh. Yeah. Gene, Gene looks angry. Oh, and, and, I mean, Ace looks fucking in another world. Ace, and then Gene, Ace, the way they had the camera come up and it comes yeah. up from under, like behind under his face. And the and the, you see the the freaking makeup. Oh, he's just badass. And then the close up on the floor. And Paul's like, ooh, blunt kisses. And Gene's <laughs> got his tongue out. And it, it, it's the cover of Dynasty. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, perfect. Like shit like that. Yeah. Like gives me goosebumps. Yep. That's why I love Kiss. That, exactly. That video. That song. It makes me want to shut this off right now and play it right now and skip the rest of this podcast. That song kicks ass. So, yep. yes, I think we like Sure Know Something just yes. for the record out there, right? 
And uh, yes, we so do. That was number six, right? Yep. For us. Yep. So we come back to myself over here. And um, so that would make it number seven. Yep. Right. Yep. And so for number seven, um, I think I'm going to that awesome, awesome guitar. And here we go. It's just my opinion. If you don't tell anybody it's Kiss or anything like that, and they don't know, and you just play this song for somebody, go listen to this song. I had forgotten about this speeding back to my baby. And I remember being over a friend's house when I was like in junior high. um, And I started getting back into Kiss. And, you know, around the 78s, the time you start losing them at the solo albums in Dynasty. And a friend of mine played Speeding Back to My Baby, and I heard the guitar, and I was like, holy shit, how did I not know this song? That song is awesome. Holy Christ. If you just played that song or listen to this song, somebody would be like, holy shit, that's a good song. And the guitar is awesome, especially that solo. Yeah. You know. Rip It Out has always been my favorite, but when I first got that, I was five years old when that came out. I had the record. Speeding back to my baby, just what an awesome song. Except for the, except for near the end when you get the speeding back, speeding back. <laughs> when you he's know, got the uh, into screams a in the background doing yeah, the. Turns into a little doo wop. Like, what do you. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's just so. Uh, I, I didn't know where Ace could pull that out of. Yeah, they must good. have been like, holy shit. You've been holding out on us, Ace. Where's this crap? Totally right? holding out. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and it also fits into where, you know, Tonight You Belong to Me is kind of an epic song and the yep. lights and stuff go down. And then after I want Tonight You Belong to Me, the lights go down and it's quiet. Then all of a sudden you hear the guitar. And all jumping up off their seats like, holy shit. Yeah. Right. So yep. that's my song. Um, speeding Back to My Baby. Okay. Number seven for you, Tomas, is uh, what do you got? We're gonna want to lead up to it. Yeah, we're gonna stick with Dynasty. Okay, and uh, you ready for it? Yep. yep. All right. Charisma off Dynasty. I know that's not one of your favorites. I don't understand it. I think it's just ridiculous kiss opinion that you don't love that song, but I'll take it. Um, yeah, so because given I, the money. Because I love her. What is my charisma? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Plus, at the beginning, you got to love that pick slide. Oh, so good. good so, yeah, so giving the mic back to Gene. Um, sure knows something... It, Charisma, I don't know. Uh, Charisma has a lot of nostalgia for me because when I got that album, I couldn't, could literally not stop playing that song on the LP that I had. It used to skip because I, because uh, I just kept put picking up the needle, putting it back, picking up the needle, putting it back. Love it. 
So really, yeah, yep. So, yeah, all right, what are we trying to tell you? Stop playing this awful song. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Me, if when I when this song comes on in the concert, I want to go start. Uh, I think fight some like monkey people. Oh, here we go. Yep. I'm cheating. I get to control the music, so I get to play my shit a little longer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's like you're, you know, the, I love it. I love the song. It makes me think of the the um, uh, Phantom uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, right? Isn't that when they fight the monkey people? Yeah. Do, you, do Can I tell you what I think of when I hear that song? <laughs> It, ha- it has nothing to do with Kiss. Really? It ha- when I hear that song, it's not a bad song. It, I, it, it has nothing to do with Kiss. I picture that song being played in the background with like George McFly at the Enchantment <laughs> Under the Sea dance. Like, <laughs> I picture I said to you, like if they played that song, you'd have to get like a piano player, not a keyboardist, a piano player with one of those barber style hats on. And I'm like, who's the fucking Muppet? Who's the Muppet guy that plays the piano in the Muppets? <laughs> Everybody, we got Ralph on the keyboard the piano. And Ralph is out there playing this song. I don't think it, no, no, nobody in Kiss knows how to play the friggin' piano. It's a piano. It's not the keyboard. No, I know. It's, it's Rolf in his barber hat. Uh, I love the song, though. And then he picks it up and he starts getting that Peter raspy voice. Mama told me. You know? Oh, yeah, it's a good awesome. song. Yeah. Uh, that's, that, hey, I'm a big fan of that shit. I don't know. I can't get enough Peter's voice. So you know where I stand. So that's number eight for me. Okay. All right. So you want to lead up to your number eight, Tom? Yep. Uh, let's bring it back to Ace. Really? We're going back to my friend Ace. Okay. Yep. yep. And I think I know where we're going with this one, right? All right. Yep. All right. We're both doing it. Go ahead. So New New York Groove, uh, just for the record, not a huge fan of this song. So I was kind of doing what I want and what I would expect them to play. And that was the big hit off the solo album. So they, they got to play that. And me and Zeus are laughing here because there's a clip. <laughs> I, I think it's from Kissology. I think it's from, uh, you know, from one of those things. Ace is playing this song and he looks 
like he he looks like he is halfway done with a with a case. Maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah. And when he says many years since I've been here, he points at himself with his thumb. Yeah, the sideways thumb. Many years since I was here. Oh, since you were there. Okay. And, he's, and he looks like he's trying not to fall over. And it's just, oh, God. It's just. It's he's just, like, point, oh, you. So if he doesn't point his thumb to him, we didn't know who he was talking about. <laughs> I, the drama? I mean, oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so New York. And his, and, his, and his feet are like pigeon toed. Oh, yeah. He, he's, and he's out here. Yeah, he's called slurring and shit. Well, that but, was that was seventy nine, so he was probably half yeah, the bag. He was probably shit faced. Totally. Um, so that's New York Groove, right? Number eight. Mm-hmm. So number nine for me. We're gonna hand the mic back over to the demon. Oh. Okay. Okay. And this is the part of the concert. Where Gene um, starts spitting out blood, goes up top, and does the, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yep. And then Radioactive comes on. His oh, song. oh, yeah, nice. So that either goes with Love It Loud or God of Thunder, right? Yep. And I think Radioactive could fit into that where he spits the blood and goes up they pull him up top and he's singing it to the crowd. No, it's, totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I go into radioactive as my number nine. Okay. So where are you going? Now, number nine after New York groove. Um, you had this on your list as well. We're going to go back to the Paul album and wouldn't you like to know me? So we, we heard really? that. We, we heard, wouldn't you like to know me? Um, so yeah, we talked about that. So that would be the next one for me. Okay. So that would make it then to me. And this is my number 10. Okay. Um, I love the song. I am shocked that this doesn't get more play. And honestly, I think this is his all around best song in kiss. think yeah you know that song again i mean i know it's become popular but why was that buried on a live too oh great song the, the riff is just awesome uh, that when is do, you know when they do like solo i mean greatest hits and all that stuff and when ace came back into the fold after the reunion stuff why is everybody oh ace do shock me ace do no ace do rocket ride yeah. Are you kidding me? That's a 10 times better song. Uh, I, don't I don't get it. I don't know about 10 times, but I know, I know what you okay, mean. Okay. 20. I know what you mean, but I think, <laughs> but I think, I think you bring it up a point. I think, I think rocket ride get buried on side four of the live two. If the, if you threw rocket ride on, that sounds like that could have been recorded during the rock and roll over album. Right. But, right. The, that guitar, like, I don't know. I, I just think that song could have been. I mean, it has become bigger 
because of you know time passing and Kiss fans, but um, that could have been the Ace song, you know. Yeah, I I just think that song kicks ass. So Tom, over to you and number ten. So this will we'll go back to Gene here, and before the song begins. Um, I think he, what he would do would be what we've seen in some of the videos where everything goes dark. The spotlight goes on him. He does his little blood spitting thing in his base mm-hmm. and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I then it will kick into, um, well, why don't, you, why don't you cue it up for us? All right. All right. Started off and imagine <laughs> in the middle of the concert. He, hey, Paul, I know you write me sexy letters. Oh, now, if you're wondering why we're laughing, because this is one of our favorite things this of all. Is one time. of our favorite inexplicable laughing. That when that bass kicks in, it sounds. <laughs> I don't know why what it makes think? it so funny, but it, it just sounds like. A, like <laughs> It's it's just so boring. Like, it just seems like someone should have said, "Dude, that that's out of place." What the hell did you just do there on the bass? I, I, it reminds like, me of that. Remember that old, remember that old Tom and Jerry skit when his uncle came around with that little guitar and he'd play it and it always yeah. boing and yeah. break the guitar string and he would take the whisker off of Tom. That's where it sounds like boring. That, like somebody what, broke a string. Or something. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like he's like, ooh, what did I do? <laughs> it's the worst porn music I've heard in a while. And um, <laughs> in the whole beginning, I know you write me sexy letters. Oh, now, now when the song kicks in, it's okay. It's got a cool song. Now there is a part in the middle of the song that's ridiculous. That would have to. They wouldn't be able to include that in a live setting. It's what the Holiday Inn? No, 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 the phone call part where there's oh, like yeah. a Hello, interlude. baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he thinks he's the big bopper. Ridiculous. I do love that song. I, I know, I know, it might not be you know the best off of Jeans. There's not a lot off of Jeans that is, but that's a separate story. Um, Sugar Hill Gang, take that from the Holiday Inn. I think they if did it. Your girl starts picking up, then you take her friends. Is that where that's from? I think the Sugar Hill Gang did it first. Uh, seventy-eight. That's when that's when Gene's solo album came out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Seventy-eight. Yeah. Who yeah. did it first? I don't know. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Oh, maybe we're onto something. Perhaps. Yeah. But that, but that I I know it's just something stupid that me and you inside joke that I yep. don't know why we think it's funny, but we yep. do. Um. So I go to me number eleven, number okay. eleven, and we've talked about it for a while. Is that Kick-ass song, Sure Knows Something. Oh, yeah. I love that song. Yeah. So they go into Sure Knows Something after Rocket Ride. Yep. Um, over to you for your number 11. 
So after um, after living in sin, we're going to turn the mic back to Peter Chris. Um, I don't really. I think there's limited options for him off of his solo album. Um, so giving him the mic back, we're going to give it uh, "Dirty Living" off Dynasty, which we've we've already played. You had that on your set list too. I I just think I think that's another song, tremendously underrated rocking song yeah. with Peter. Um, you know, I I've said this before. I so much good stuff on Dynasty, you know, with so many so many contributions from everybody. I, you know, I think maybe I personally don't mind the recording style. You know, the poppy, if you want to call it disco, we were. I love it, but that album is just tight, top to bottom. I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, so dirty you know, living for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love it. Uh, number, I love it. I've been swimming in raw sewage. <laughs> um, number twelve. All right. My show is ending. This is my closer. Oh, okay. okay. Number 12. Okay. New York Groove. Okay. All right. Ace finishes it because that's the big hit at that time. Right. For that alive, right? New York Groove was a hit for them. Yep. So I'll end my show at number 12, New York Groove. Okay. Now we go to you. You're 12. Now, this does not end the show yet. Yeah. So um, so after Dirty Living, we're going to go back to Paul Solo. Um, you had already chosen it as your one of your all-time favorites, so it's all right. Oh, yes. Is what, is what we're going to have there. Um, so that does not end my show yet. You know, the fake ending before the encore, yeah. of course. Yeah, I know, of course. So, so for so, me, yep. 13. This is when fans clap. Yep. And they come back, yep. right? Yep. You wouldn't let us leave. Oh, God. <laughs> People! <laughs> right? Yeah. all that shit he used to say? We're going to New York City. It's up to you how oh. we get there, Boston. <laughs> and then they yep. go into this. The concert version of this song is much better than the actual. In concert, it's better. Ooh. It's more rocking. Hot take from Zeus right there. Yeah. Hot uh, take. You know, Paul's shaking his shoulders tonight. <laughs> Gets all passionate looking into the camera. I'm going to talk to you. Now, I will say the, the, the live version on the real Alive 3 that came out in the 90s, you're right. That, that version is amazing. It, it they they really transformed that song into a like a real kick ass rocker. Mm-hmm. I love, I love the studio version, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I just think it, it sounds better live. Yeah. Uh, at least I can, you know, like it more live. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's what I would go as their encore. First okay. of three encores for me. Oh, that's right. number thirteen for me. And then you. All right. So this this will end my for the fake encore. So you've already selected it, but we're going to end with Ace with Rocket Ride. Um, you know, leave leave the crowd begging for more as he blows up the stage a little bit there. Um, Shoots rockets out of his guitar, probably. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that would be that would be this that would be the the fake ending for the show. Put it that way. So then back to you. Uh, Back to me. The second encore, second to last song. I'm going with some of this. 
Thousand Man. Yeah. Good song. Oh, yeah. Another Ace song that's very popular. You know, it got popular after more and more, right? Yep. Um, and, great uh, you great know, version of the, the Unplugged. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the Unplugged part really pushed it a little more. Yep. But I, I think it's a very good song. And, you know, Ace is the, really the man during this era, remember. He's come out of the, you know, out of his shell, and he's really kind of been the focal point of my concert. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, 2,000 Man. Yeah, Number 2,000. Yeah, 2,000. All right, so now we got the encore. Everybody, That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Everybody's begging for more. So, of course, the star child comes out with this. American Man, another song, in my opinion, buried on side four of Alive 2. You love um, the song. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I got three songs off of that Alive 4 there. Um, just to, you know, like I, I had mentioned that in my, my draft, just a, a straight driving guitar rock song, you know, real, real good way to kind of have Paul come out and swagger a little bit, you know, as the crowd goes nuts for the encore. So, yeah, i always big fan of that one. Yeah, just... I'm telling you, I hear Hello Hallelujah in there, and I also hear a little bit of Any Way You Slice It. <laughs> yeah, I well, hear that in there, all, too. All American uh, Man is better than both of those. <laughs> a five-foot, bald-headed, toothless American man? Maybe. Um, yeah, and so my show ends with Uh-oh. this song, right? Aptly titled. Ooh. Yes. Keep them waiting. I mean, uh, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye by Paul Stanley. Uh, aptly titled, end of the show. See you later. We'll see you. Thanks for coming. Um, and that ends my show. Yeah. At which point, you know, 17,000 people go, what the fuck? Why did you play rock and roll all night, you fucking assholes? I paid all this money to hear fucking solo shit. Where the fuck is shouting out loud and fucking assholes Detroit Rock City? I hope your kids aren't listening to this show because if they are, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> that's when everyone starts wrecking shit and like, what the fuck? But oh, that's sh- how I end my show for a live three. All Goodbye. right. I'm ending my show with the biggest hit that they had in that, in that for this tour, probably you already played it, but I was made for loving you. We're going to go out with the big one. Really? Yes. That's your closing show, right? That's I like was closer. made for loving you. Wow. Yep. So that's your 15. Yep. That's my 15, right? Yep. Let's just uh, take a look here. All right. I only had 
two Gene songs. Yeah, this was not... Re- well, yeah, Gene... Well, because his solo album was... Yeah, I don't think I had... I had uh, I had Radioactive, Charisma, and Living in Sin. And I think I... I'm sorry, I had Larger Than Life, too. Actually, so I had four Gene songs. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of Charisma. Yeah. I only did two on Dynasty. I only think, really, Radioactive can translate to a concert. Yep. And I don't like it any of the songs really on a live two that he sings. So, and plus, you know what? Ace was dominating this era. Yes. You know, he had, he had so many, I didn't even really play. I didn't put in hard time, save your love. And I could have easily fit those in. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I mean, I love the cat man, but, and I, and I like his solo album, but it's just, it's not a kiss concert and that's what no. we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, only hooked on rock and roll for me really fits a little bit, and um, you know, in Dirty Living. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I had Dirty Living, and I, I forced in tossing and turning something off of his solo album because, like I said, they wanted to, they wanted to push the solo album. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul dominates as always. Yep. Um, so I mean, that's where I'm going. Any observations that you'd like to make? Um, I had, yeah, Paul, this was very Paul heavy, but I still had, um, I'm looking at it here. I'm actually surprised that, you know, I only had three, um, three ace. I thought I'd have more. I had rip it out, New York groove and, uh, rocket ride. I um, can't believe you didn't have speeding back to my baby I know. and you didn't have 2000 man. Yeah, I know. Wow. I know it was, it was, it, it's, it's tough. Now we, we've talked about this before. Look how hard it was for us just to come up with a with a pretend set list and make it make it flow, you know, coming up with encores. Like, imagine the band trying to do this with like, you know, forty years of music. You know, so it, yeah. it's it's tough. I mean, you know, it, it, you can't please everybody. You kind of got to pick and choose and throw in some hits, throw in maybe something that people maybe haven't heard before. Um, Either way, both of our set lists are similar with with, but they both have a lot of differences. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd love them both. I wish, I wish, I wish one of these was a real one. Yeah. So we're gonna do. Um, we're talking. Speaking of set list, uh, we'll do that next episode. But you know, I, I think that this is our alive three guys. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we will post this. Um, I got my ass kicked. In the last poll we did, <laughs> I can't believe you people. Uh, my ass, you guys all liked his albums uh, more so than mine. Yep. Um, we'll put this one up. You guys tell us what you think. Um, you know they're 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 quite similar. I mean, Tom, let's take a a quick peek before we leave. Okay. I had two thousand man. You had charisma. Yep. Is there really anything else that I I had goodbye? As well, um, what I had did all you of, have? I, you had I Living had, in Sin instead of me. I had Larger Ameri- Life, American Man. Yep. I had X-Ray Eyes. I had Tossing and Turn, and you had Hooked on Rock and Roll. Yeah, but those are two Peter songs they can swap out, right? Right, right. right. Um, you know, Speeding Back to My Baby. Um, but, you know, the similar ones, we had Radioactive, Rip It Out, Tonight. Uh, that's three. Sure, No Something. That's four. New York five, wouldn't you? That's six. 
uh, Dirty Levin, Levin, that's seven. It's All Right, eight. Rocket Ride, that's uh, nine. Um, and I Was Made, ten. Right. Ten of the 15 songs we, we nailed, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, I mean, that's a that's a combination of uh, the amount of options available, and the uh, and the com and the combination of the obvious, you know. Yeah, because it's not so much the what the options were limited. It's because there were so many guarantees that we're not playing. We're not doing easy thing. Yeah, right. right. We're not doing Mister Make Believe. Oh, wish Hold it- me, touch me. No. Right. So. Right. Off the Dynasty, I wouldn't be surprised if we took any of those songs. Any one of us. If you picked any song from Dynasty, I'd be like, okay, same thing with me. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that we would surprise each other. I mean, I mean, there's a couple off of uh, uh, Kiss Alive 2 um, that, you know, are you going to really honestly pick uh, Rockin' in the USA? Not me. Or any way you want it? No. Um. No. You know, those would be surprises. But, right. you know, on that note, those are our albums. I'd love to hear what you guys think, right? We want to hear. Yeah. Please. Social media. Uh, we're starting to get stuff on all the platforms. Instagram. Um, Twitter, of course. Uh, YouTube. Uh, the podcast themselves. Our Facebook page. Um, please. We're, we're happy to interact with everybody. Yep. And um, so... At this point, uh, Tommy, I think we should hit. We had a couple of questions. We don't want to do like take too much time with too many questions. Yep. Uh, we had a few. We'll save the rest for the next uh, episode. Okay. Um, want to read the first question we got? Yeah. So our first question is from a longtime friend and listener. We'll call him Murph. <clears throat> Bias. Yeah. <laughs> Your old college um, roommate. Hey, hey. All right. So no, he actually he had a he had an interesting question, kind of kind of came off of uh, last week's episode yeah. um with the draft. Um so we had mentioned this that after the draft we noticed that both of our um compilations were very gene heavy. That those gene yeah. songs that, that those gene songs were available um under our rules to to be selected on the compilation. So Murph's question was, do you think that th- that those songs were available and not hits or part of compilations be- were they because A, they didn't think they were hits at the time and they weren't promoted or Paul was maybe pushing his music a little bit more than Gene's music or... Do you think it maybe it was a coincidence, or how do you think those songs landed on our compilations and nowhere else? I think they landed on them because um, I'm in agreement. I think I think that Paul, and I think in the end, as everybody thinks of Gene as the leader of Kiss, Paul runs Kiss. Absolutely, and I think Paul put in the work. Yep, and his songs are catchier. Let's be blunt. Mm-hmm. They're more popish, mm-hmm. good, you know, good chorus and stuff. Jeans may be more badass, but Paul's were made to be more singles. Okay. And or Paul also probably, you know, hey, my song's a single. Yeah. Until the demon returned in revenge, right? Yeah. And uh it was pretty cool when you hear like I remember we listened to um 
Chris Jericho talking about it on a podcast where he was like, you know, about Unholy, how big of a deal it was that the demon got his, the, the first solo uh, single was the demon. Holy Christ. Yeah. That was a yeah. big deal. We were all shocked by that. Yep. Right. So the songs that get implemented into our heads and the ones that show up on the concert, the ones that become on the compilations, the hits, those are Paul ideas, right? Yeah. Um, Paul. I was yep. going to say, just like the last thing I want to leave is like, just like when they did the soundtrack to um, Detroit Rock City, right? Yeah. Paul came up with the idea, let's do a let's do a slow ballad, a Diane Warren song, right? Terrible. It didn't fit. I mean, but that's Paul. Like, um, we're doing this and not, that's how it's That's not Gene. And, right. and that's why his songs are more well-known and more on compilations and stuff. So I, I, I honestly think that's why. And then we don't hear the Paul Gene songs as much and they're not buried in our heads. So they're rare. And that's why when we hear them, we're like, oh, I love that song. We don't hear that enough. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Paul definitely has more of the, the hooky poppy sensibility, um, you know, more accessible. I mean, the, the Gene hits, you know, we, you know, God of Thunder, Colin Dr. Love, you know, things like that. We, everybody loves those, but you're right. Some of those songs like, uh, you know, like almost human. That was not written to be a hit. You know, that, that's not going to be a hit. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some of the and some of some of those you know later on songs like in the eighties, like "Burn, Bitch, Burn." I mean, God, that's not that's not written to be a hit. You know, I mean, I love it. It's a good song. You love it, but there's a reason why "Heaven's on Fire" was sung by Paul. That's that 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 one of the catchiest songs that they ever wrote. Yeah, um, the hook. Yeah. Right. I mean, the chorus, the the whole thing. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think um, you know I think the question is 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 well warranted based on the results of the draft. But yeah, I think we can ag- kind of agree on on the reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's let. I mean, go down the list, buddy. I mean, uh, until revenge, we're all of a sudden unholy domino come out. Right. Thou shalt not. Yeah. Those, you know, I I mean, again, we love those Gene songs, but Young and Wasted is not going to be a single. <laughs> it should have been, but it won't be. You're right. Yeah. Neither is Dance All Over Your Face <laughs> should have been. on the eighth day. <laughs> Although I love all three of those songs. Right. 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 Uh, but they're not stuff that it's going to get buried on every compilation. Like, we're not going to put in... Um, Tears are falling, right? right. And uh, we're not going to put it in because we need to put uh, uh, Gene's uh, Betrayed <laughs> from <laughs> Hot in the Shade. I mean, come on. Right. Um, so, you know, that's how I see it. Yeah, so agreed. That's that part. And uh, one other question we had uh, that I wanted to ask, and this comes on from Facebook. So this is from Javier. Who's who asks us, and it's funny because I know we hinted at what we were going to do for Kiss Alive three. Yep. So he asks, let's say Kiss toured for the four solo albums, the LPs, only playing songs on that tour for the solo LPs. If Kiss would have released Alive three after that tour, which sixteen songs from the solo LPs would you have picked on that Alive three LP? Only four songs from each solo LP can be used. So, I mean, this is really what we kind of just did, but we added Dynasty and Alive. Um, so let's just go. You know what we'll do? 
why don't we go down the list and pick the first your four songs from Ace Fairly solo? Okay. Uh, for, so for all right, that's easy. So for Ace, it'd be ripping out, uh, speeding back to my baby. Um, what's on your mind? And fractured mirror. Not no. New York Groove. Nope. Wow. I would do rip it out, speeding back to my baby. What's on your mind in New York Groove? Okay. So for Gene, what are your four? For Gene, uh, well, obviously it would be. Um, I'd start off with you know, with Radioactive, um, See You Tonight, Living in Sin, and probably, oh, God, I don't know. It's a tough album. So what did I say? I said Radioactive, Living in Sin, See You Tonight, and probably, probably Mr. Make-Believe. Oof, yeah. yeah, I know. Tough. So- I, what would they put on their live? They would probably do on a live. They would go radioactive, burning up with fever. See you tonight, and uh, living in sin. One of my favorites on those four on that album, I'd go radioactive, uh, living in sin, always near you, nowhere to run, okay, uh, nowhere to hide. Excuse me, okay. Um, and then I would also go man, a, a man uh, of a thousand faces. Who's the man? No, no. <laughs> I'm the man. No, no, that's that's, a, that's actually not a bad song. I like it. I like yeah, it. That's, that's all about uh, his love of uh, Lon Chaney. Yes. Yep, right? Yep, yep. The old uh, horror f- uh, flick guy that, there. That's right. And yep. um, so let me start the next two albums. Paul Stanley, tough. I'd probably go Tonight You Belong to Me, Wouldn't You Like to Know Me, it's all right and goodbye. Okay. And I have hard time keeping out loving chains, but yeah. that would be the that, that would be the difference for me. I'd take out goodbye and I'd put it love in chains. I'd do tonight you belong to me. Wouldn't you like to know me? It's all right. Um and I would have love in chains in there instead of goodbye. Gotcha. Yep. For Peter. Peter. Oof. Um I I would go because you're mad at me. Uh, that's the kind of put a sugar pop a light. Oh, God. <laughs> that fucking title should uh, should almost disqualify it. Um, you mad it to me. That's the kind of sugar pop a likes. Uh, hooked on rock and roll. And I can't stop the rain. Oh, God. So yep. I'm gonna, I would do You Matter to Me, Tossing and Turning. Um, Hooked on rock and roll, and uh, I'm gonna love you. I actually like that uh, the the lead the lead song from that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Cool. Cool. I be I'll be honest with you. Again, we love these. You know, it's 40 years later. This would have probably been a disaster of a tour if they did this. I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> I mean, I mean, again, we Can love I it only. One night only, Brother Mike's at Stonehill College basement. <laughs> Kiss. Who? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. they, uh, they, they imagine. Could you imagine them going, you mad it to me and not playing Detroit Rock City? <laughs> Holy shit. The place would burn down. Like, seriously. Me and you would be like, oh, I'm glad I didn't hear Love Gun today. I heard that's the kind of sugar Papa likes. Yeah, we'd love it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I want to get that 
album, that live album of that. People would be snapping the records <laughs> over each other's heads. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh, um, but it's I don't fun. want to give them excuses for playing the same set, boring set list, but they don't have to play uh, I'm Going to Love You, but they could change it up a little bit, right? True. True. Right. Yeah. Well, Tom, that's uh, that wraps up uh, an, another episode for us, right? Yeah. Yes, it does. So um, uh, next week, we got a pretty good one. We'll probably have something that uh, we'll announce pretty soon. Remember, guys, please feel free to comment, ask us questions, um, review, share everything you can, whether it's on iTunes, um, Google Play, uh, Podomatic, uh, Twitter. What's that? Stitcher. Stitcher. Yep. Um, Instagram, Facebook, all the above. Um, Honestly, the reaction we've gotten is a thousand times better than we thought we would have at this point. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Much appreciated. Yes. So, Tom, any uh, last words for us? Well, you know, it's Friday. It's the weekend. So, you know, if life is a radio, turn it up to 10. Oh, oh yeah. That's a great way to go into the weekend, buddy. And um, I believe um, Tom Brady is going to look into the Chiefs and say, I'm going to tan your hide, rip the flesh off your bones, and if you look me in the eye, you're going to turn to stone. So to everybody out there, thank you. Um, to my uh, daughter out there, I want to say to her, I will throw, give a nice shout-out to my daughter. Um, peace out, Girl Scout. Nice. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.